found it. This is the Tidbits Podcast with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We're so glad you're here. Enjoy the show. It's a Tuesday edition of Tidbits. It's the 23rd day of November. Don't forget, we've only got one day to go. We uh, <laughs> will be here tomorrow. One more sleep, Dale. One more <laughs> sleep, and then four-day weekend. <laughs> Woo! You don't know how much I've been looking forward to it. It's I know. Just a fantastic thought, and I'm looking forward to it. Very much so. <sighs> how about you? Are you looking forward to it? I think so. All right. So I made a big deal about getting your turkey out yesterday. Yeah, that's right. And do you think I remember to get mine out when oh, I got home? No. Oh, no. So <laughs> six, seven o'clock at night, I was like, crap, I got to get the turkey. So you're already behind on already your first behind. turkey. Oh, yeah. It's fine. It's fine. It's all fine. Now, when you go to clean it out, you know, from the uh, neck, giblets, and yeah. that, uh, you know. Maybe you'll forget that and leave them in like most first-time turkey makers. <laughs> Hopefully. Hopefully I do. Has that extra flavor. Yeah. <laughs> of oh. plastic in there. Well, that's good eating. <laughs> Bubbling around with a neck. <laughs> now, supposedly, you take those giblets out of there and you make gravy. You make gravy with it, yeah. Yeah. Are you going to try that? Too? I don't know. I don't know. Because we'll have... I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I know I know how to make gravy. Yeah. That's yeah. not, I mean, I, I, that's fine. Because I guess you, you know, you bubble up the, the neck and the giblets. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Canned gravy, probably, you know, you could probably fool them. Probably. Look at this family. Look at this delicious <laughs> Look gravy. Look what daddy did. <laughs> Look what dad did. <laughs> Painstaking gravy uh, just for the, you. Just for you. I've been working for hours. <laughs> <laughs> the nice thing about it, if it's you and the family, it's not going to be that. There's always something when you go to another place and you've got multiple members of the family there. Yeah. That just, there's a stress in the air. Mm -hmm. There's just that stress. <laughs> there is. You feel it when you walk in. <laughs> you know, it's like. There's a tension. Yeah. <laughs> it's, oh, gee, what yeah. am I getting into? Right. So you shouldn't have that at home. Yeah. You're in your own place. You walk in and do I take my shoes off? Do I leave my shoes on? Can I sit there? Is that is that Frank's seat? Is I'm kind of thirsty. Am I allowed to get a drink yet? See, all those pressures, okay, are alleviated <laughs> by you doing this at home. Yeah. You can go at your own leisure. Am I, am I allowed to snack? Did they have a have a thing out? Can I have a? But I'm kind of still kind of thirsty. And worse yet, the bathroom. <laughs> right. Of course, uh, the parents. That's the uh, the coat check, the bedroom. <laughs> True. True. <laughs> but there's got to be a lot of people that get to do that again, and I, I find it amusing because that's the way I look at the oh, yeah. stuff. Yeah. You know? There's a lot of yips when you yeah. first walk in and, you know. <laughs> Now, some people are very good. They come in, oh my gosh, so good to see you. Come in. Give me your stuff. Yeah. Go sit down. Would you like a beverage? Help yourself. Yeah, yeah. we got this. You know. Oh, yeah. Right off the bat, yeah. you're in. <laughs> but uh, you, know, you go to a place like Grandma's <laughs> where, where you're sitting on a couch that's still covered in plastic yes. because she doesn't yes. want it to go bad. Yeah. 
It's been in her house since 1982. Making all these noises, setting yeah. it. Oh, we paid good money for that back then. Yeah. Oh, man. Or, or, my, or my favorite is you sit down and, like, you know, there's there's football on, but someone has, like, some, like, Beverly Hills cop is on TV, and it's like, so we're going to sit around and watch this. Is that is that the plan? That's, that's what we're doing here, huh? Okay. Oh. Oh, the holidays! You can't uh, you can't beat them. Yeah. So this says that half of America has broken a diet due to the temptation of holiday food. According to a new survey, the average person expects to gain about eight pounds through the holiday season. Eight pounds. Dang. Some folks aren't uh, concerned about their weight. In fact. 90, because, because they're ready for the Olympics. The pandemic has wrecked us anyway, so let's just, why stop now? I'm good enough to play in the Olympics. 90% plan on enjoying the holiday without worrying about maintaining a healthy diet. And so many of us don't anyway, let's face it, really. For sure. 48% admit they've eaten so much during the holiday season that they've had to undo a button on their britches or loosen their belt. <laughs> Another 45% have eaten more than one of the same meals in a day, such as eating multiple lunches and or dinners. Others have eaten until they feel sick, <laughs> unwell, or full to bursting, or they've Deliberately worn stretchy clothes to accommodate overeating. There you go. <laughs> we have a we have a, like a, a towel that hangs in our oven in our kitchen. Yeah. It says get your fat pants ready. <laughs> uh, Nearly two thirds of sure. respondents are even actively delaying their attempts to be healthy until after the holidays. That's the reason you see so many of those commercials after the holidays. Oh, for sure. You know? For sure. Many will pick healthy habits back up after the new year. Yeah. <laughs> 39% plan to make a New Year's resolution, with the uh, top goal being exercising more. <laughs> Has it ever worked? <laughs> Has it ever? <laughs> I did some research on this once, and it's like <laughs> the failure rate of new year's resolutions in like the first 10 days is like astronomical like it's, it's 10 days yeah i mean you can't even go 10 days yeah i want to say even five days like the, it's it was bad <laughs> why do people even do it i mean i just uh i, I just i don't know i stopped a long time ago like <laughs> because there's no point you know <laughs> I guess there really isn't. There's no point. <laughs> now, see, some folks, especially newly married couples, yeah, will probably, and in particular, with the way things are today in society, many are from divorced couples. Mm -hmm. So you may be going to three or four. Yeah, yeah. And that's the multiple eating deal. Yes, yes. Because you feel bad if you don't go there, you know? 
And eventually, after you're a few years into the marriage, you come up to a you come to a conclusion because you just can't keep it up. Can't keep it going, especially if you start having kids. Yeah, and you're you're hauling them around from from one to another to another, and it's like it's so much. Yeah. And then you start worrying about hurt feelings. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just oh, geez. Oh, the holidays for the brokenhearted. <laughs> so that's what you can expect to gain eight pounds, folks, on average. Eight pounds. There you go. Starting basically this week. There you go. And continuing through the new year. Yes, indeed. It's 630. Let's check in with Karen for some news. This is Tidbits. Well, here we are, back with tidbits on a Tuesday. Now, remember, <laughs> we've only got one day to go. <laughs> yes, we do. So we'll uh, take Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, Sunday off, and hopefully everyone out there will, too. That's right. And looks like things are starting early for some. The traffic's down. Yeah. You notice yeah, that? Yeah, I noticed that, too. So some folks are getting some early starts, perhaps. I think I think there's some schools around the area that are just off for the week. Are they really? Or are they on e-learning? That's cool. Um, big thanks to my wife. <laughs> <laughs> so every morning I make myself I make myself a coffee, and uh, this morning I made my coffee and then walked out the door, left it in the kitchen, and so she gets up. Sees my cup still on the counter table. I can't remember where I left it. And uh, hangs her head in disappointment. <sighs> mad, mad, mad. And brings it to me. And you. then brings it to me. Now, that is quite a nice lady. She's awesome. That. I mean, you can't beat that. Yeah. She didn't have to. She no. could have left it right there on the counter. You would have seen it when you got home. <laughs> But so, um, that's a very kind of her. Absolutely. So thank you, wifey. Now, according to this, four and five parents think children today don't appreciate what they have, so they're not thankful. See, this ties into Thanksgiving. Ah. Over half of a survey of parents with kids between four and ten, and they believe they spoil their children too much. Another two and five go even further, saying they're sometimes embarrassed by how selfish their child acts. <laughs> Despite the struggles, many moms and dads, three and four, say teaching their kids about gratitude is a high priority. Nearly nine and ten regularly encourage their kids to say please and thank you, and I always appreciate that. That's yeah. good. Another 11% say do this occasionally, and just 1% admit they rarely have their kids say please and thanks. <laughs> Now, that's not good. No, it's not. No, it's not. When it comes to getting gifts at a party, just one in four parents say their child writes thank you cards to gift givers all the time. Now, I don't recall ever doing that. I don't either. The only time I ever... Did I even... A graduation? Did you really? I'm trying to remember if I actually did. I know I was supposed to. No. We're always supposed to. <laughs> Did I follow through? Yeah. And see, I don't remember. And a lot of parents say the best way to get their kids to be appreciative is by giving back to others. That means involving their kids in volunteer work, 
either with actual community groups or informally by helping on like neighbors and relatives. So one of the things we used to do when we were, you know, heavily involved in, in our in the youth program mm-hmm. at our last church, we would we had this this program, it was called Operation Christmas Child. And so what you would do is you get a shoebox and you would fill it with stuff. And usually there's a list of stuff that you could put in it. Um, things like, I don't know, small toys mm-hmm. and maybe bars of soap and maybe a little tool set and a little sewing kit and, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah. And you would fill the shoebox and then um, they would get shipped to somewhere. Okay. Like usually, you know, typically it's third world country. Okay. And, but what we would do is we would have the kids, you know, we had the kids like donate stuff. So they had to go out with their parents donate materials for the shoe boxes. Okay. And then we had this big night where we would have the kids pack the shoe boxes themselves. So it's like, all right, every box needs one of these, one of these, one of these, you know, yeah. that, that sort of deal. So they would pack them themselves and then we would show them, um, videos of these kids opening these boxes, you know, at the end of these other, so that's like, it's not like you're just getting it and it's just going off into a, it's right, like, right. no, this is the box you pad. This is what it looks like when these kids open it. Yeah. And it like. That has to make an, an effect. Yeah. 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 Good program. Gives kids, you know, makes you feel good as right. a kid to feel like you're helping, you know, mm-hmm. and that's kind of a great idea there. Right. So um, you folks with the ingrates, you need to make arrangements too. <laughs> Which one of your parents has an ingrate? <laughs> <laughs> now this, uh, of course, I knew we'd be seeing this. COVID cases in the U.S. are on the rise just ahead of Thanksgiving. The seven-day average for new COVID cases is nearly 95,000. That's a 33% increase from two weeks prior. A lot of this, I think, is second, third rounds of COVID. Hmm. People getting it again. Second and third time. I really think so. It's yeah, got to be, isn't has, it? You would think so. In the past two weeks, cases have increased in 39 states and Washington, D.C., and they've doubled in Massachusetts and Rhode Island. The case upticks come as many across the country plan for larger gatherings for the holidays on Thursday. It's, um, I'm sure the numbers are going to be up after the holiday. I just, Yeah, you would think so. But you Aren't we just kind of to a point where just, I mean, you you don't want to take it for granted, but you've just come to the point where I've had my inoculation, if you've chosen to do so, or if you've decided not to, you've got your reasoning, and you're just moving on. You're trudging on. You you can't keep living in a hole. You would think so. I don't know. It just seems like, you know, it'd be... But still, you know, but you still hear stories of like, you know, someone getting it and bam, they're on a respirator. Yeah, I you know. I know. And that's the scary part. And that right? that's the scary part yeah. is that, you know, yeah, you want to just trudge on through life. But it's like if you get it and give it to someone else and bam, they're on. Yeah. You know, it I is, don't know. It's frightening. It is. Now, according to AAA, 53.4 million folks will travel a distance of 50 miles or more. More people will be hitting the road this year than last. In total, driving traffic is expected to increase 13% from a year ago. According to Gas Buddy, <laughs> the national gas price average is set to 
declined to three thirty-five a gallon on Thanksgiving Day. That's a fantastic price. <laughs> it's still one of the highest gas prices seen on the holiday season in over seven years. Mm. AAA says typically the busiest travel days will be tomorrow before Thanksgiving and the Sunday following. Right. Which makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. You're going back Sunday. Uh, you got to go back to work. You got a sad face. <laughs> but something in you tells you, hang in there. In four weeks, you'll have Christmas. There you go. <laughs> there you go. You'll hang on. <sighs> you know, I'm in my second round of yes of my Hoosier Country 1037 Christmas cash vault. Yeah. Three numbers down, one to go in this second vault. No kidding. Yeah. Wow. Today could very well be the day yeah. somebody wins $103. What are the uh, three numbers, Jeff? All right. So far, from left to right, <laughs> the combination <laughs> All right. is this. Okay. Three. Okay. Three. Uh-huh. Nine. Oh. Okay. Okay. And we know, okay, we know. We know. The fourth number is not seven. Okay. Okay. So. So it could be six. Yeah. Could be. Could be five. Could be any. any. Could be nine. Yeah. Could be. But it's not six. Yeah. All right. Or not seven. Oh, sorry. Not seven. (laughs) Or is it seven? Don't confuse us. (laughs) Matthew, quit it. (laughs) We don't want to have any more confusion. All right. So. um, Did you see this about Target? Yeah. Go ahead. Target stores will be closed. This is. Isn't that big? Isn't that big? This is kind of a big deal because you got to figure other stores are going to follow suit on this, right? I would think because there's there's been a pretty big backlash, I think, ever since this policy was instituted. But they're going to be closed on Thanksgiving on all Thanksgivings going forward. The way it should be. Yeah. Whatever happened to Black Friday was it was Black Friday. You know, it was on Friday. Yeah. Uh, they chose to close last Thanksgiving, and it spread out holiday sales to try to keep crowds down on Black Friday. Most Target stores reopened at 7 a.m. for Black Friday. Walmart also closed on Thanksgiving for the second straight year. So There you go. I don't know why they ever tried it. You know, really. Yeah. It's just because you think about it. And you, but people were going. I mean, I people, know, you know. know. Well, the thing of it is, think about it. If you have Thanksgiving Let's say you eat at 2 p.m., 3 p.m., whatever it is. Yeah. After you're done, you got nothing to do. You play Scrabble or, you know. <laughs> We're in Indiana. You play Euchre. Yeah. Yeah. So you get bored. So you want to go do something. So I can see that. But the poor people that have to work, you know, I mean. That's... I know. Because we've been in that boat before. Oh, we got to yeah. work on Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. and... Leaves a bitter taste in your mouth. More bitter than the... And not of turkey. No. So, I think it's a good move. I do, too. Well, you don't need to be open Thanksgiving Day. Now, NBC, the uh, Today Show over the weekend, suggesting American families could drop the traditional Thanksgiving turkey from their meal this year due to inflation. Mm. Now, when did they get into the business of advising... There is a 6.2% increase in prices from a year ago, which is a three-decade high. Man. And again, you and I have not seen remarkably high prices on these birds. I I have not. It doesn't seem like they are. 
But then again, I you know maybe I don't know how much things cost. You know, I don't yeah, I don't know. We're, but we're kind of out of it. We are. But you know, like I I bought a fourteen point eight five pound turkey, and it was twelve something. And that doesn't seem out to of me. Line. That doesn't yeah. seem yeah. that exorbitant. You know? And again, you, I still saw the ads where they've done in the past. You know, you spend twenty five dollar purchase, get right. your bird for X. Right. You know, it's yes on NBC recommended for going turkey. It tends to be the most expensive thing on the table, they say. Maybe you do an Italian feast instead. Come on. I wouldn't have a problem changing things. Sure. Okay, but sure. to blame poor Turkey. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it's I can't believe ham's not out of whack compared to I've not to, heard. You know, I mean, it is ham. I don't know what. I, I don't know what. I, I, I don't. So I don't know, but you can't pick on turkey. But at the same time, you know what? I'm kind of at the point where if you want to stir the pot and do an Italian feast, then do it, you know? Didn't we have somebody say they all bring a pizza? Yeah. Of their favorite pizza. Yeah, so like when you when you come, you bring your favorite large pizza. Yeah. Not a bad idea. I'd bring the chicken tie. See? From you know pizza. It'd be your favorite. Which I found out they par-bake them. They'll, they'll par-bake them for you. So what's that mean? So that means they they bake it about halfway, and then you could take it home and okay. throw it in the freezer. So therefore, and then, you could take it, yeah, and then polish it off. Yeah, as far as yeah, not a bad idea. Why not? I guess Italian's okay too. I you know I don't know. I'm not ready to give up the traditional thoughts yet. Right. You know. Right. One more year anyway. Give me one more year. But I guess I guess everything you know over the last couple of years has been thrown out the window anyway. Yeah. You know. Start new. Maybe now's the time. Yeah. But you're going to go traditional. We're going traditional. At least this year. Yeah. And um, there we go. We got one day to go, Matt. What's that mean for me? <laughs> it's one more sleep. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. Now, I hope you I hope you could go to sleep tonight. Yeah. Because you'll be so excited. It'll be like Christmas Day for me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, as a child. <laughs> you know how it seems like you're up all night when you're a kid? Christmas yeah. Eve. Yeah. You think you're going to catch Santa oh, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And then suddenly you're out, and the next thing you know, it's morning. Although it's still relatively early compared to what you normally get up. And, of course, your parents aren't thrilled at all. No. <laughs> Gosh, I remember that, man. Going to sleep and waking up, and it's like 4.15 in the morning, you know. That's late enough. Yeah. <laughs> Rise and shine, everybody. Time to open gifts. You know what? We have we have never been awakened by our kids. Never. Every Every single Christmas for 15 years. No kidding. We've had to wake our kids up. You're kidding. Dead serious. That's just not right. I know. <laughs> we, we've always had to wait. We've always gotten up before them. Always. Now, you know, now I'm so used to getting up, mm-hmm. you know, even on days off and whatever, I'm still up. At, and I usually get up earlier than I do work days. <laughs> right. It's like 4 o'clock, 3.30. Here I am. You know. Yeah. You know what happened to me Sunday? You, you'll you'll appreciate this. Okay. Sunday, I wake up, had to go to the bathroom, and I'm trudging in there, you know, and I'm like, it's got to be, it's got to be three thirty in the morning. It has to be six oh four. My alarm is going off at six oh seven or something like that. Six oh four. You thought you were going to be able to go back? Go back to get a few more, you know, a few more, like an hour and a half or so. No, no. Oh, Matt, I'll, uh, 
I'll see you tomorrow. All right, see you. All right, take care. (laughs) This has been Tidbits with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We appreciate you listening, and we ask that you consider subscribing, leave a comment, leave a like, and thanks for stopping by. We'll talk to you again next time on Tidbits.